Hello, my name is Nick Spacek, and you're listening to From and Inspired by, a podcast about soundtracks and the people who make them. On this episode, we speak with actress and singer Jessie Buckley about the new film, Wild Rose. Bet you're gonna miss me. Uh, you're gonna be the next Dolly Parton! Ah! Your lordship, Miss Harlan has put her childish ways behind her. <laughs> Her children are living with her once again. Mom! They miss me. She is a promising young country singer. I'm trying to get to Nashville. She now works full time as a daily woman. Hey! I'm trying to be a country singer. Nobody wants to see a convicted criminal up there. Johnny Cash is a convicted criminal, you ball bag. Oh! Country music is just three chords in the truth. Just get to whoever's in there out. I should have been born in America. I'm an American. You're young. You're incredibly talented. There is nothing you can't do. Just thinking about your kids, you cast them off when you get a better offer. This is me trying to make something of myself, and surely that's a good thing for them. No letting them down. That would be a good thing for them. Had to There's so, so much I can't undo. I wanted you to take responsibility. I never meant to take away your hope. If you've got a voice, Make my own you've got something to say. But you know that I had to go. Ain't no place like home. When you put your mind to something, you can do anything. Actress and singer Jessie Buckley is having quite a year. In addition to appearing in the surprise HBO hit Chernobyl, her new film Wild Rose is a heartstring-tugging drama which has wit, verve, and no small amount of joy. I found myself tearing up and cheering loudly while watching the tale of a young Scottish singer, Rosalind Harlan, who dreams of making it as a country artist in Nashville after being released from prison. The songs, a range of covers from the likes of Chris Stapleton, Primal Scream, and Hank Snow, are executed with passion by Buckley, and it was a real treat to speak with her about the film and her upcoming projects. Thank you for taking <laughs> thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. <laughs> <laughs> so where am I talking to you from? Uh you're talking me from my room fourteen eighteen in a hotel on a bed <laughs> in Nashville. <laughs> you're in Nashville. Uh yes, ma'am. Now I guess my like my my overarching question is like how familiar were you with 
the the music uh like that you sing in this film b- before you started working on it um i had no relationship to it at all really <laughs> Um, I grew up around lots of music, but I hadn't really listened to much country. I'd listened to, like, blues and folk and Irish music, but, um, until I kind of, yeah, until this script came and I got the chance to work with, um, amazing musicians and find all these incredible songs, I I hadn't really had any relationship to it at all, but it's completely stolen my heart. <laughs> was it like a really deep dive then for you? Were they just like, here's a bunch of songs you need to listen to? Oh, no. I mean, I'm still diving. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like they're, I, they've basically opened uh, a secret trap door to Alice in Wonderland, and there's just so much amazing music out there. You know, I mean, even if you just dived into John Prine's songs, you could <laughs> spend the whole of your year, like, finding these little him- hidden gems of lyrics and songs. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I think I kind of, I think I started, well, my first maybe entry or, or relationship with it was, I heard, uh, was Janis Joplin's Bobby McGee. Mm. And then I think the first song I sang with, my band when I was learning it was Emmylou Harris um, to Daddy. Um, so, yeah, Emmylou Harris is my first kind of portal into this um, rabbit hole. <laughs> and from then on in, it's just been a, a, a downward, beautiful spiral <laughs> of different... The, the thing that I love the most about it is the stories and the lyrics and um, the honesty of the of the really good stuff, you know. What I was so surprised about watching Wild Rose is the idea that the story, though it's based in Glasgow, is very, like, it's very universal. Like, it could have been filmed in the States, but it works just as well, uh, like, based all the way on the other side of the ocean. Um, it, it seems yeah. It seems like music and like this has like sort of a star is born kind of meets the commitments uh, like take on 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 this kind of story yeah i think well i think in the core of what this story is about is about um wanting something for yourself beyond the four walls that you've been told that you're allowed to dream in Mm. and the complexity of that and the conflict of that and the um, hunger for that, you know. And I think whether you're, you know, Rosalind or from Glasgow or Rosalind from, I don't know, middle America or a man or a woman or a, you know, it, 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 I think everybody has had, a, has had moments in their life where it's, they're at crossroads. And, um, uh, and as well, I think... It's it's a very human feeling to want something for yourself, um, and whether that's in the Star Is Born or, or in the commitment or in in our film, like music is the is, is the escape route. Music is the trap door into another land for Rose Lynn, um, and and it's her only way of kind of, I suppose reaching something beyond the prison-like existence that she has, 
in her real in her world and day to day life. Um, sorry, am I answering your question? Yeah. Really. Was was no. there like was there like a a, a crossroads decision making point for you that you drew on for Wild Rose? Oh, I'm constantly at crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> I never know which way I'm going to go. I, I mean, I think. Uh, no, I'm, I, I, I mean, I moved over to London when I was 17, and I thought I was going to go down one route. Um, and I suppose when I was young, I definitely there was a part of me that was afraid of myself and afraid to want something for myself, you know, as well. And and well, afraid of how powerful every single one of us can be really you know and because everybody has a story and everybody has something that they can do we just stop ourselves from doing it at a certain crossroads and um, but i think i don't know i meet different crossroads all the time in my life i get scared <laughs> and then i suppose i i've learned to like take that fear if I, if i now what happens is if i find fear it's like a little gift because it's the thing that i definitely think well you should definitely walk towards that because it's obviously something that you don't know about yourself yet. Um, so, yeah. You seem to have such confidence on stage in Wild Rose. Is is some of that due to your experience like as an actress on stage or is it, you know, acting? Uh... Yeah, well, the thing is, is when you get to set, you have to you have to do it. You know? <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like during this film, I I got the like I had such bad panic attacks. My skin went crazy. I was like living away from my home, my family, and wasn't sleeping. And and so, you know, there's days when there's moments when you go, I can't do this. And there's a few times on set where. You know, even till the very end, and I was in. It was a very safe environment, and I'd worked with the director before, and he's one of my best friends, and I trust him with all my heart. But I think that's why it was. It was such a powerful thing for me to experience because I really made myself vulnerable, and it was so important for me to make Rose Lynn as raw and foibled and vulnerable and powerful, even when she's being her strongest and when she's being her wildest and freest <laughs> and full of all that because that's what makes people interesting and and human is those despite those little fractures in the, in their self confidence that they're still going towards it um and and largely you know my confidence is because I was with people who I think it, you know if you care when you fall in love for so, with something or somebody is a vulnerable place to be in and but when you coast that fear and that vulnerability and, and put it into something, and for Rose Lynn, she puts, she's so alive when she sings, <laughs> you know, and she can channel all of that tornado that's inside her into those moments of complete reverie and fecklessness and, and feeling and everything that she can't say in her real life, she's able to say in this alternate life where she's somebody else and can be somebody else. So those moments of like overcoming those panic attacks or those glitches in yourself were all part of being i suppose <laughs> that confident or not <laughs> did it did it help that you got to put some of yourself 
into the character by getting to co-write some of the songs that are on the soundtrack? Yeah. I mean, I always want to... That's always what I want to experience is when you, you've got to put a... I always hope I come away from something and the character is a half of you and you've got a half of them left, you know, and you've got to meet them halfway. And actually writing the songs is something that came... It was never something that was planned. It just kind of happened organically afterwards. And I'd been fooling around one day and one of the producers at, at Island Records said, well, why don't you just come and sit down with <laughs> us, you know, have a cup of coffee and see what happens. And we would go around to Nicole Taylor's house and because it, we'd all been through this process of making the film already, when it came to writing the songs, it kind of just poured out and it was... And a limb of the film after after Rosalind's story had finished in the film and the things that she would say to her, you know, her kids or to herself or um, so it kind of just poured out but it definitely helped having us all gone through that process but it was never something that was necessarily planned. It seemed watching the movie like of all of the performances the one that must have been like it, it, at least to me, that would be the the most sort of frightening to do is when you're you're vacuuming Susanna's house, and you're you're, you're singing Hank Snow, and and it's there's that part where it's just you with headphones on and the music drops out and it's just your voice, and that just seems like that must have been, like that 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 is as unfettered and un protected as a performance as i can think of musically oh oh no i had the best fun doing that i was <laughs> i was just like you know jumping around the place acting like a clown <laughs> and then i'm um, having to sing on top of it you know and when you're having fun it all just pours out so i absolutely loved doing that i maybe i don't know what the scariest one was there was um there was we did we there was one that we shot which we didn't end up using, um, which was yeah more emotionally vulnerable and I, for ages I couldn't find the song I was like I don't know where this is sitting in me and I think I was afraid of it you know, um, and then when we got to shoot it I got a huge panic attack before we went to film it and Tom the director who is one of my great friends he was like why don't you use whatever this whatever is going on here because human people get this and it's obviously you're so ingrained to rose lynn now it's her and she's experiencing this so put it in and it was kind of amazing you know to do that and and um i think that's what my job is really is to turn my skin inside out and let everybody see all my cracks that's and my strength that that's like the last 15 minutes or so of the film is like it's very uh, it's very uh, emotional like is like leading up to that that final performance of glasgow no place like home like like i i'm just i like my my chest was tight watching that and like <laughs> at the the end it's just like this like sort of like happy tears as it as, as that performance is happening yeah. Well, I think what was the question was were they happy tears? Yes. Oh my god, yeah. 
I mean, I, I, and for real as well, you know, we, you stand in front of a crowd and you're playing with amazing musicians and you've lived with this woman and her, and her whole journey and, and this moment is everything that she's been leading up to be, to, 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 to find in herself. You know, she, she ran, she runs so far away from who she is to the point where she thinks, in order to be who she she thinks she needs to be, um, you know, she goes to Nashville and she tries to hide behind her truth, but then she ends up coming back to Glasgow and, and singing her truth and singing a song which is a love letter to her mom and a love letter to her children and a love letter to Glasgow and a love letter to country music to her people and... Like, you know, I just had to stand there and sing it. <laughs> it was happening for real, and, um, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I I have to ask, like, there there's a, a scene in a bar uh, towards the end of the film when you're when you're in Nashville. Spoilers, um, where <laughs> like, Casey Musgraves is is playing in this bar you're in. It, I know. And I was just like, "That's amazing!" Because she's like, she's she has like this cameo in the background of of of, of a film, and like like this summer, like her so shows are just selling out across the country, and I just I was just like, "How did they get that?" I have no idea. <laughs> I think Nicole Taylor, who wrote the script, basically has been. Um, writing fan letters to different country music stars <laughs> for all of her life. So I think she just penned a fan fan girl letter to her and said, "We'd love you to be part of her film." And and it's a film, you know, it's an empowering women's film. And um, yeah, we were very very lucky. And Ashley McBride as well, who's just brilliant and perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so we yeah, are so lucky. <laughs> so you you've. Uh you've made this film and the album is coming out as like an actual album. Will there be like live performances of any of this? Yeah. Um, well, once I come back from the States, uh, we're doing a tour around the UK and finish and doing some festivals this summer. Um, we're doing Glastonbury and we're doing Black Deer Festival and Long Road Festival. And we're going back to Glasgow and we've, uh, got two sold out shows there and one in Dublin um, so yeah we we will <laughs> well I know I know you uh, just like Chernobyl just wrapped up that you were in um, what other projects do you have on the docket that you might be able to talk about um, well later this year I've got a Judy Garland biopic which is coming out with um uh, Rene Zellweger, and then uh, I just wrapped on a film up in New York with Charlie Kaufman called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Um, and, oh God, I can't remember, a film called Iron Bark. Um, I don't know, there's a few. <laughs> that seems like you have, a very, you have a very full plate ahead of you for the rest of 2019. <laughs> Yeah, I'll find time to have fun, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jesse, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. This has been a real delight. Oh, thank you.
Jesse Buckley for speaking with me. Wild Rose is in theaters this Friday, June 21st. You can find more information about Wild Rose on Twitter and Facebook at Wild Rose Movie and at its website, wildrosefilm.co.uk. You can find links to purchase all of the music you heard on the show in the show notes for this episode, which are at fromaninspiredby.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at fromInspiredPod. You can subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts and Stitcher as well. Please hit up the website and click on the Give Us Money button to help pay for web hosting and long-distance fees. And remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. We'll be back in two weeks talking about the sci-fi rock and roll film Danger Diva with the film's star, Molly Sides, lead singer of Seattle rockers Thunder Pussy. Until then, thanks for listening. I've worn the stones in front of your doorstep Coming and going, coming and going He kept the lights on, I always knew that I should have said thank you a thousand miles ago But I pushed you away, put a pen in a map Then I got lost in the storm Had to find my way Make my own mistakes But you know that I had to go Ain't no yellow brick road Running through Glasgow But I found one that's stronger than stone Ain't no place like home Ain't no place like